Welcome, everybody, to a momentous episode of Unaired. We have reached episode 10. 10! Yay! X in Roman numerals. Mm-hmm. Roman ram, ramen noodles. Yes. Ramen noodles. X in ramen noodles. X in ramen noodles. Exxon, Exxon ramen noodles. That's the weirdest like, company I've ever seen. You get ramen noodles from the Exxon yeah, it's station. A weird, it's a weird offshoot of Exxon, but you know... Yeah, my car runs on their fuel, and I run on their noodles. Aha. So this week we watched, this is a bit of a change of pace for us, is that we watched Wonder Woman. So normally on this show we've watched 22-minute sitcom episodes, but this week, yeah. you know, it's been uh, it's been a week, it's been episode 10, and uh, you know, Wonder Woman, the new trailer for the movie came out, so what better time to, to watch this than this week? This week right here. Mm-hmm. So this show was well it's really just a pilot it was a uh, never aired television pilot they never aired it and it was produced by nbc nbc was the only network that actually uh was willing to do this the uh, well, that's because nbc will literally pick up any superhero show ever oh they'll pick up anything like if it's if it has the word superhero in the description they want it. oh yeah apparently they uh originally passed on it every network originally passed on it but then I pass on it. Then NBC was just like, you know what? Uh, let's uh, let's do a little, let's do a little reroute of that. We'll uh, we'll we'll take a, another look at this. So they gave him a little spin, spin back around. So yeah, and just take a take a take a little sneaky. Yeah, this they uh, they're just like, you know what? We'll throw some money at you. So they uh, give him some some cash to produce a pilot, and a pilot they did produce. They, I. Produced as being nice. True. It was very, like... Like, one of the notes I have is special effects confuse me. Yeah. So, this show, throughout the uh, throughout the episode, there were two um, little notes that popped up on screen. One was uh, a note about her pants, about Wonder Woman's pants. It said, VFX missing, pants to be darkened. What? Yeah. So, apparently, uh, her costume, they were uh, they weren't happy with how her pants came out on screen so they're just like we're gonna dark we're gonna just darken them in post we'll fix it in post oh my gosh yeah that's so weird then there was another one during uh a chase scene where well not really a chase scene but it was like an overhead of a high a highway and like you could hear police sirens and it said police cars to be added afterwards oh what that's not even necessary like that's one of the easiest things to get seriously like why not like, just do police it? Police are so readily available to do stupid shit. They do stupid shit all the time. They've been on the news for like the last like five months or like five years for doing stupid shit. Seriously, like how hard is it to get like an overhead stupid shot cops of a cop on, on a highway? Just kidding. There's good cops out there. I'm just, I'm just saying. There are. Thank you, cops. I think thanks for, thanks for keeping me safe from all the crackheads that I experience on my day to work, <laughs> my daily commute to work. Um, or whatever other drug. I don't know. I see a lot of heroin needles on the ground. That's disgusting. It is, but it's Seattle, so. Yeah. Speaking of Seattle, so let's talk about the cast real quick. This show, the uh, cast, stars Adrian, Adrian, I don't know how to pronounce her name. Is it Adriana or Adrian Paliki? Dude, I don't know. I don't like anyone in the cast, really. So Wonder Woman is portrayed by Adrian Paliki. Carrie Ells plays 
Carrie Elways, I'm doing like stellar with the fuck that is. (laughs) I'm doing stellar with pronunciation right now. Carrie Elways. I mean, to be fair, they're not really important. No, he's the guy from Princess Bride. Well, he is important, but he's the main character from Princess Bride. So Carrie, yeah, but he's not the main character in this. So who cares? Carrie Elways, I'm gonna say, um, he plays the CEO of Wonder Woman's company, which we'll get into. Elizabeth Hurley. She's the, she's the most hated person in her own company. Carrie Ells? That's a dude. No, I'm saying Wonder Woman is the oh. most hated person in her own company. <laughs> I was just like, I know his name is Carrie, but come on. No, no. <laughs> and then we have- I'm just saying, like, no one likes her. We have Elizabeth Hurley. She plays the villain. Naturally, the person whose last name is Hurley plays the villain. Yep. And so this is why I said Seattle. Justin Bruning- plays Steve Trevor, a.k.a. the love interest of Wonder Woman, and Justin yep. Bruning is a recurring character out of one of the seasons of Grey's Anatomy, which takes place in Seattle. Well, like Justin Bruning, huh? Because he's crying the whole time. Well, I mean, not really. Yeah, he is. He's just being a little bitch. He's crying on the inside. Nah, he's definitely... There's definitely a little bit of secretion. Oh, Eddie. On the outer, outer layer. Whoa. That, what that's a, that was that's the wrong type of secretion. Oh well, they're all the same to me. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna use that as a segue. So let's start let's talk <laughs> oh, about that's a good one. Yeah, let's talk about how the show starts. So some uh some teenager starts like running home and he gets into his house and he like holds up this piece of paper, kinda like Charlie Bucket and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory holding up his uh golden ticket. You know, it's kind of funny that you like you're talking about it, and at first I kind of was like, "What the fuck is he talking about?" And I was like, "Oh my god, yeah, this is the actual opening scene." I just tried to push it out of my memory. Mm-hmm. This is the opening scene to a show about Wonder Woman. A inner yeah, city, but- an inner city teen runs home with a college acceptance letter, and he's like, "Mom, and you'll see Mom, where it gets weird." I got, I got the letter, and she's like, "Open it, open it, son." See, still not weird yet. Keep going. Yep. And uh, so he opens it, and he's just like, "I got in." And the family's celebrating, like, woo yep, still, still not weird. Still not weird. Still not weird yet. And then as he's hugging his mom, he goes, mama. And we pull out to see he's secreting blood from every orifice. Little weird. Little weird there, right? Slightly weird. Little I, weird. I'm, I wouldn't say it's normal. You know, it's not very normal. And uh, no. I, don't, I don't secrete blood from my orifices on the daily. I mean, not every day, but definitely not as much as he should he was, you know. Yeah. So the mom panics and goes, "Call nine one one! Call nine one one!" And he's like on the ground, like, "Mama, mama!" Directly cut to Wonder Woman chasing down some guy, and this guy looks kind of like a fish. He looks like fucking Uncle Fester on roids. Oh my god, he does look like he looks like if <laughs> Uncle Fester. He kind of looks like remember um Area Fifty whatever. Yeah, <laughs> Area Fifty Seven. He looks like the alien. <laughs> he looks like if the alien from Area Fifty Seven fucked uncle fester and then they did steroids yeah together. and then that then the baby from that had sex with a fish and then that thing did steroids so this dude is like getting chased down by wonder woman and they're like it's a very i will say it's a very well done chase scene i don't know that's where the special effects kind of threw me off because why yeah because like you're not focusing on her like pants they're pretty dark to begin with they're not focusing on anything the camera was everywhere 
Well, I mean, that's what you, that's what happens in chase scenes. It's like action. Yeah, but not at, like like if they weren't like framing like you're supposed to frame in and then like slowly kind of follow them and then like another frame like different angle and follow them then keep doing that like a bunch of times but they were like going in frame and just shaking the camera everywhere i will say i will say that when like she's jumping the cars to chase him it does get a tad shaky oh super shaky dude i don't know the special effects were a little bit fucked they try to make it seem like they're superhuman, but it just made it seem like super laggy. That, yeah, that's where I will get in. The special effects. I, I wasn't really like thrown off by the shaky cam, but the fact that like she jumps down a flight of stairs like it's nothing. Hey, she's Wonder Woman, man. She's Amazonian. Yeah, she's an Amazon. She works for Amazon. She works for Amazon. She delivers Prim. packages. <laughs> and I deliver her packages. Wink, wink. My dick. <laughs> so she, she chases down this dude. And she throws it at the very end. She just throws the lasso at him and catches him like around the throat and like kind of chokes him out. Very violent. Yeah. And he just passes out, which like, why did she not do that to begin with? Not very superhero-ish. No, she could have just like thrown the lasso around him to begin with. Boom, done. Like around his waist. Yeah. But she throws it around his throat, chokes him out, and he falls to the ground. And she she takes out a syringe and just starts extracting blood from his neck. Yeah. Because normal people do that. Exactly. Which like. I kind of assumed it had something to do with, like, the bloody dude from the beginning. Yeah, at first I was kind of confused, but then I was like, okay, maybe. And then the cop was just like, give him here, ma'am. And she's like, no. And then he's like, give him. Yeah, she, he's like, come on. And she's like, okay. And she, It's such a stupid scene. <laughs> They're like little kids. Yep, and then she slides him. She doesn't, like, she doesn't, like yeah. pick him up and bring him. She slides him. And the thing is, like, he slides really well. <laughs> you could totally bowl with him. You could. It's like they were playing curling with him. And his bald head would uh, probably get you a strike every time. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why, like, he, like, slid so smoothly is because, like, he has no hair on his body. Maybe Amazonians are actually just really good at bowling. The whole time. They've just been good at bowling. Yeah, they're not. They're like all these, uh, all these adaptations and like crazy superhuman abilities are just so that they're really good at bowling. <laughs> That's their true purpose. They use boulders instead of bowling balls, and they use like trees instead of pins. That's what Stonehenge was the whole time. It was just like the bowling pins from yeah. then. That was the original bowling pin set, and they were like, you know what? This was nice. We're gonna remember this forever. <laughs> so after this whole scene, she returns to an office building. She's still in uniform. It turns out this is uh, this is called Themyscira Industries, mm-hmm. and Wonder Woman has like a double identity, and she's Diana Themyscira. But here's the funny part: everyone knows her double identity. So why does she have double identity? Yeah. That's like multiple personality disorder. Yeah, like her her quote unquote secret identity is Diana Themyscira, but it's not a secret because everyone knows it. Her superpower is a mental disability. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'm Wonder Woman, but also I'm Diana Themyscira. I'm also psychotic. Well, that's that's what happens on these TV shows. She's watching TV, flipping through the channels, and like one of them's like a news channel, like questioning whether or not like Wonder Woman is like in her jurisdiction doing this. And then we get the oddest cameo I've ever seen. We get Doctor Phil basically saying like, "This woman is insane." Yeah, I was I was really like weirded out. Uh, I actually laughed at that part because, like, why did he agree to that? Yeah, I mean, he was like, on NBC. Why, what what can like was there 
was their budget on that show like so minuscule that they cut out on everything else except for Dr. Phil? That's where their budget went. That's where they, yeah, they were just like, well, you know what? Shit, we use all this money on Dr. Phil. Now what? Like, I imagine the meeting, they were just like, like, great, we got him. What? We got Dr. Phil. He's, uh, he said, like, he'd come on for this much money. And there's like, Roger, R- Roger, that's, that's our budget. What? That's like half that's, our budget. That's almost all of our budget. How are we getting, how are we going to darken our pants now? We don't have the money. Yep. We don't even have the money for cop cars. Look what you did, Roger. God damn it, Roger. You fucking asshole. So, you asshole. so then we see her kind of just like packing up in, uh, in her little penthouse and she has her, uh, assistant named Etta Candy, which by the way, I'm like 99% sure she doesn't actually refer to her as Etta Candy this whole time. I actually had to look this up. She should. But Etta Candy is actually a, actually a character from the comics. So am I. Yep. Then we have Henry, her CEO, who is played by Carrie Ells, the Carrie Elways. And uh, he's, so I thought he was her assistant at first, but upon further inspection, it turns out he's the CEO, which they get to later in the, later in the episode. But yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, they're kind of like talking to her. He's, they're just like, oh, don't pay attention to the news. Wait, what are you doing? And she's packing up and she's like going home. And he's just like going home as Diana Themyscira or as Diana Prince. I'm just like, what? So she throws on glasses to get yet another secret identity of Diana Prince. Which is weird. Yeah. So like, I don't know if this is like such like a trope in DC or something, but like Superman puts on glasses. Boom. That's his secret identity. Supergirl puts on glasses. Boom. Secret identity. Is that like actually a thing in the comics that that Diana Prince just wears glasses? Not a thing in real life. I don't think so. Like, I don't. Like if I put on glasses and I like punch someone in the face and then took them off, like, ha, got it. No, what I'm talking about like the comics, like does. I'm pretty sure Wonder Woman doesn't wear glasses as a secret identity. She should. Yeah, she she probably does. I don't know too too much about her. Like, I don't know that much about. I feel Wonder like I've Woman. seen pictures on the internet. I mean, the internet's a very vast place, but true. I feel like I've seen pictures of her in glasses. But anyways, she pulls a Superman, throws on glasses, and is just like, "Well, going home as Diana Prince tonight." And she, as we all do, exactly. And she gets home, and she walks in. She's got a little kitty cat named Sylvester, and she's talking to a Sylvester, and she turns on the TV. Guess what's on TV tonight? The Notebook. Porn. Oh, no. No, it was The Notebook. Oh. So, in this, like, in her viewing of The Notebook, she has, like, this little flashback to her breaking up with Steve Trevor, who they don't immediately, like, refer to as Steve Trevor, but, like, I know, like... They should. I I know a bit about Wonder Woman, so I just kind of assumed it was Steve Trevor, and it was confirmed. You know a lot about Wonder Woman, don't you? I do. You're like a Wonder Woman lore enthusiast. I am. Thanks, Wikipedia. You're certified. I'm certifiable. Certifiably insane. Mm-hmm. Like Wonder Woman. Yes. So then we uh we get a little a little uh chat with her cat. She's she's like, you know what, Sylvester? Tonight I think I'm gonna build that Facebook page. Yeah. And you know I'm gonna build that Facebook page. Yeah, they're just like, you know what? What do uh single hardworking women do when they get home? Build Facebook pages. Exactly. Build Facebook pages with their cats. And then they name it after their cat, and then I block them. Mm-hmm. So then uh, after that, we cut to her back in the back in Themyscira Industries, 
and the mother of the guy whose eyes started bleeding shows up. She's pissed. She is. She's like, Miss the mascara. He's Willis is conscious again. Willis is his name, by the way. This is when we find it out. She's like, Willis is conscious and there's hope. And this is when Wonder Woman reveals that the guy that she chased down in the beginning was the one that gave Willis these performance enhancing drugs. And that's why he started bleeding. So she's like, I'm a killer. I'm going to murder her family. The, yeah, the mom's just like, I'll kill him if I get the chance. She's not very bashful about it. No, she's not. She's like, that's admissible in court. That's an admission. <laughs> yeah, she's like trying to get her to stop saying that. And she's like, nah, nah, fam. We, yeah. we go bigger. We go home. Wonder Woman's like, shh, shh, chill, dude, chill. Like, <laughs> <laughs> nah, we don't play that shit. <laughs> and then she, uh, we cut to Wonder Woman giving a press conference. So she she announces that Kale Anderson Pharmaceutical is the company that produced this performance enhancing drug and that it killed six people. And then she follows it up by saying, and I quote, but I can't prove it. Yeah. She literally has a press conference, calls out a company and says, they did this. I don't have any proof, but they did it. Not a smart move if you're a public figure. No, definitely not. Especially one that owns a company. A big one. A big one. And your name's Wonder Woman. But it's also something else because you're schizophrenic. Mm -hmm. Wonder Woman slash Diana Themyscira slash Diana Prince. So Veronica Kale has like this little like talk with the news and they're just and she's just like, she's crazy. Like you're going to you're going to take advice from an action figure. And Wonder Woman gets shots fired. Yeah. Wonder Woman gets mad and goes to Etta and she's just like, she called me an action figure. And then Etta is just like, well, yeah, I mean, you kind of. You kind of designed your costume to look like an action figure so we could sell action figures. Henry walks in and he's just like, yeah, you probably, you know, shouldn't do what you just did, like calling out someone without proof. And she's just like, nah, it's fine. I got this. And he goes, nah. She's like, I'm rich AF. They ain't going to do shit. Exactly. So then we get to a little meeting about the actual Wonder Woman action figure and her and Etta are like having a little like side conversation while they're going through it. And then Henry interrupts. He's just like, hey, uh, like, you okay over there? Like, you're not paying attention. She's just like, and Wonder Woman is just like, this doll is insulting. I want it redesigned. He's like, but you signed off on it. And she goes, she picks it up, goes, listen, Amazons are endowed, but not this endowed and points to the boobs. And then she, yep. then she says, how many here think these reflect my breasts? Nobody raises their hands, rightfully so, because, like, why would you do that to uh, basically a demigod that could rip your head off? People started to before their, like, boss put their hands down. They did, and they're just like, wait a minute, she could rip my dick off. I'm going to not do that. Yeah, she could. <laughs> yep. And then Henry goes back again. He's like, but you signed off on this. And she's just like, and I quote, I never said to merchandise my tits. But she says it aggressively. She does. She dropped the tit bomb. Once the T's come out. The hard T's, then we're getting into foul territory. Yep. Which is basically what happens when uh, Ed is just like, hey, can't, don't be vulgar. And she goes off and she's just like, you're right. Wonder Woman isn't vulgar. God forbid she make a mistake. Wouldn't want the world thinking she's human. And then she storms Whoa, off angry. Getting deep. Yep. Getting deep. Getting deep. Getting deep. Getting deep in the, in the Wonder Woman sauce. And then Henry and Diana kind of go off and they have a little heart to heart. And he basically brings up Steve Trevor being a dick, obviously. 
And then we get back to the flashback and it turns out that Wonder Woman dumped Steve Trevor because she didn't want to put him in danger when she started becoming a crime fighter. Which is such a cliche. Yeah, it is. That's in like every superhero movie that ever existed. It is. So then Veronica Kiel shows up in uh, Wonder Woman's office and they like start talking and Veronica goes, oh, I thought you were supposed to be nicer in person. And then Diana goes, not the people that kill kids. Boom, shots fired. And she was just like, I'm just here to make peace. And Wonder Woman goes, okay, you want to be friends? Then show me your lab. And Veronica Kale goes, well, what's in it for me? To which Wonder Woman responds, I won't kill you. Yeah. Yeah. She straight up basically just like death threats her right on the spot. Which, which like, let's just put that into perspective here. She just like openly sent a death threat to an extremely powerful person in the pharmaceutical industry. With two witnesses present. Yes. Awkward. Which kind of leads into what Veronica Kale ends up saying. She's just like, uh, hey, pharmaceutical industry has Congress by the balls. And those balls come particularly easy to me. She loves balls. She does. Especially Congress balls. She's a big ball person, I guess. Yep. Kind of weird, but whatever you're into. So she basically threatens to call Washington and have them come for Wonder Woman. And then Wonder Woman's just chilling around, flying in her jet. And she lands at a hospital. And start, and she goes in to visit Willis. And Willis is all, like, starstruck. And also, like, he's just like, damn, girl, you hot. AF. Mm-hmm. And he basically, he uses the line, I wish I'd broken something so you could sign my cast. Except he said it through muffled breaths because he's dying. I mean, he was technically getting better at this point, but and he was, he was going to die. He didn't sound too good. He didn't, he didn't sound so hot. So then he says something about like, oh, I got to stand for truth, justice in the American way, right? And she goes, ha something like that. Which is basically- She's being real smiley. Yeah, because it was like a tongue-in-cheek kind of like, oh, no, that's the Superman thing. Ah. And I'm pretty sure at this point, because this, this was made in 2011, I think they were start at least starting development on Man of Steel at this point. Oh, yeah, probably. They had to have been. Yeah. And that was like kind of, that was back when they were just like, well, this is going to be the start of the DCEU, and like we're going to be very particular about characters and stuff, about where they can be and can't be. So it was kind of surprising that they were just like so ready to give up Wonder Woman for a TV series. Yeah, it was kind of weird timing. Yeah, it was. But it never ended up being made. So like, we're good. Yeah. I mean, shit, this pilot was sucked, man. It did. So let's get back to it. <laughs> <laughs> so she uh, she leaves the hospital room that Willis is in and she gets to a room guarded by a cop. And he's just like, I can't let you in, ma'am. So she's just like, you like my outfit? This outfit opens doors for me, wink. And then a detective shows up. He's like, eh, eh, don't do that. <laughs> rabble, rabble, rabble. Yep, basically. And he eventually goes, okay, fine. I'll let you in there for like five minutes. Because they know each other. Yeah. And this is the guy that she talks to is a detective named Ed Indelicato. Oh my god, we got our third Ed. Yep, we got our third Ed. We got to get him on the podcast. This one character. Let's get him. Let's get him. Let's get him to feature. <laughs> so, he lets her in, and it turns out this is where the uh, 
bald fish dude is chilling. He's uh Oh, that's right. He's in the hospital and he's just like, "Oh, hey, like why are you in here?" And she's she basically tries to get information out of him. And she breaks his arm. And it turns Something like that. And it turns out that Kale is actually trying to basically make super soldiers. That's the information she's she got. Feed them kale. Yep. It's going to make them super soldiers. It is a power fruit. That's the drug's name. Mm-hmm. Kale. Then uh, Wonder Woman goes and explains this little plan to uh, Ed in Delicato on the roof when she's about to get into her jet. And he's just like, hey, you can't go in there. You're not the police and you don't have a warrant. You just need to cool you. And then he looks to her jet and goes, jet. Stupid joke. I thought I kind of I kind of like I kind of I kind of like that joke. Shh. <laughs> Hush. And while she's like in her jet, it turns out a senator called and asked to have dinner with Diana. And this little dinner, he's basically trying to like get her to admit that like she works with the police or something because that would kind of invalidate her job. He kind of is like, well, I mean, you don't operate with the police, so you're a vigilante and technically all you're doing is illegal. And she just kind of like bullshits her way through the dinner and that's that. And she ends up getting a call that Willis died. Etta tells her and she's just like, Willis died. And Wonder Woman goes, what? And she goes, he didn't make it. Which, she was saying what because she was kind of incredulous. She wasn't saying what, like, what do you mean he died? Like, what does dead right, mean? Like, what does die she's mean? She's not asking you to say it again, yeah, you fucking idiot. You didn't need to go, he didn't make it. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. You said he did. Yeah, after, after someone says what to you saying he died, then you say, I'm sorry. Yeah, you don't go, he didn't make it. Yeah, you don't, <laughs> fucking weirdo. So this death kind of sets her off into vigilante mode, and she suits up. But the suit-up scene is literally, like, almost a shot for shot of the suit-up scene in Batman and Robin, where George Clooney's thrown on the Batman suit. It's basically like that, but with Wonder Woman. I mean, this whole entire thing has kind of just been a, like, rip-off of Batman. <laughs> Except, like, she's publicly a double-lifed person. You know, I didn't actually think about that, but you're right. She's, like, this billionaire. She runs a business. Yeah. The, like, the only difference is that she actually has powers. Yeah. So then we get to uh, our ad police cars text with the uh, cop cars going down the street. And Detective Ed calls Wonder Woman while she's in her jet. And he's just like, hey, what are you doing? Like, are you going in there? And she's just like, maybe. And that's the end of that scene. And then we see Veronica Kale having like a group of buff dudes lock down her like her little secret fortress. Oh, yeah, I am. Um, <laughs> I noted the gold, <laughs> the employees of Gold's gym defend her fortress. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically a good description. So she breaks in and she's wearing a different uniform this time. She's wearing like the... The Star Spangled Panties, like that the original Wonder Woman TV show featured. Da 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 da. da. We're not going to do that anymore because we're going to get sued. Da 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 da. So she comes in, and there's like a guy there. He's just like, "Listen, Wonder Woman, I like you, but like, there's twenty of us and one of you." And she's just like, "Ah, here it goes." She's like, Raffle, I'm Amazonian, and then just kicks yeah, all their asses. She kicks the shit out of these guys. 
And the best part is you can see all the wires in this scene. Yeah. Like every single one. Every single wire. And she she's running down Even the hall. Even the wire. She's running down a hall fighting some dude. And then a security guard pops up and starts shooting at her. And she throws a fucking metal pipe through his throat. Yeah, that was like... That's when I realized that this show is not for kids. That's when you realized, not when she was uh, yelling about her tits? That's borderline. That's like your parents like being like, whoa, what the fuck is this show? <laughs> but like, someone throws a pipe through their throat, that's when they change the fucking channel. She threw the pipe through this dude's throat and then kicked the door down with him still attached to it via pipe. Classy. Yep. And then Veronica Kale's there. And she's just like... like Eating a bunch of kale. Yeah. And, she, and she's just like, oh, you just broke into my place without a warrant and killed a bunch of people. You're about to meet your equal, the American justice system. And she, she just beat the shit out of everybody that works for her. And then she's going to insult the person who did it. Yep. So she throws her lasso around Veronica Kale and like slams her into a wall. And she finds the infirmary with a bunch of like. A bunch of like fucked up dudes who were taking these supplements and the cops show up about this time and Veronica gets arrested. We cut back to Wonder Woman walking back into Themyscira Industries and the whole like all the employees are just cheering and we hear like a group go, we love you Wonder Woman, which is literally the same exact like I'm pretty sure it's legitimately the same exact sound clip they played at the beginning when she walked into applause. Oh, yeah, it definitely is. It's the same clip they play every time. It's legitimately the same exact one. It's really, really played out, too. Yep. And then Henry goes, hey, uh, by the way, we have some guy from some lawyer from the Justice Department here to see you to question you a little bit. She goes, OK. And then we cut to her and her little apartment. And she's wearing a robe because, you know, that's what you wear when a lawyer is coming to talk to you. That's what I wear. Well, I, well yeah, but yours is more of a kimono. That's true. And so the lawyer walks in. Surprise, it's Steve Trevor. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Well, turns out that lawyer was your ex the whole time. But And she's just like, oh, hey, well, what's up? And he basically goes on like, oh, I kind of transferred around here six months ago and I never called. And then she looks at his finger. There's a ring on that finger. And she's just like, somebody liked it. So they put a ring on it. And he's just like, yep, I'm married now. Ha ha. Bye. And he leaves. And then she goes home as Diana Prince, much like the first time. She pets Sylvester. And the episode ends basically with her making a Facebook account. As as all lonely cat women do. Yeah. But not a, not a Wonder Woman or a Diana Themyscira one. This is for Diana Prince. Let's clarify. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yep. She's multiple personality disorder. Yep, and then, like, as she's, like, making it, we hear, like, it fade into, like, some TV, like, chatter. And then we see, like, the t- what's on the TV. It's basically a newscast going, like, people are still undecided about Wonder Woman. And then one person's just like, I love Wonder Woman. And she just smiles, and then it just fades to black. And that's the end of the episode. And then you hear... <laughs> yeah, because this episode was going to be followed by Friends reruns every day. Yep. That was the plan, at Buddy least. told you life was going to be this way. <laughs> you know, that's the second time on this podcast that the Friends clap has been used. 
it's the best clap. It is. It's hard to do, though. Yeah, it is. So one thing like I want... It was definitely recorded and then, like, mixed. Yeah. So one thing I wanted to kind of touch on is the fact that Wonder Woman has the lasso of truth. That is, like, what her lasso is. And yeah, isn't it supposed to, like, make people tell the truth? It is. So, like, why would she not just kind of use that from the beginning? I feel like that was one of the major pitfalls of the show. Um, it definitely... Yeah, that, like, she doesn't use her main ability to do anything. She just uses violence. She does. And, like, it definitely strayed a lot from what the the comics actually are. Oh, absolutely. From what I know of the comics, at least. In the comics, she's supposed to be, like, this, like, intelligent, like, uses, like, her wit, you know, she, but she's always, like, kind of, you know, that, well, how, how to say it, like, good figure, you know? Yeah. She's a, she's a force of good. She doesn't use violence, really, unless she needs to. And then in this TV show, she's just like, I'm going to go kill everybody. Throwing pipes through throats, man. <laughs> yep. So. And her, and her enemies are talking about balls and having having the balls they want and all and the, the balls they, they can handle it's, it's just weird yeah so throughout this like show i kind of got like this weird like i felt like it was like this ally mcbeal vibe so about five minutes I ago i got a hero's vibe see i got more of an ally mcbeal vibe though and as we were talking i clicked on the link of who this show was written by it was written by david e kelly the guy that made ally mcbeal <laughs> Oh, boom. Yep. So basically, this show could have been called Strong Independent Wonder Woman. <laughs> Strong Independent Violent Wonder Woman. Who don't need no man. Who don't need no man. <laughs> Unless he has a pipe through his throat. Of course. But she needs three. So Eddie had this show by like some miraculous like touch been picked up by NBC. What kind of episodes do you think we would have seen? I don't have any specific examples. I would just hope that they would somehow get back on the track of the actual comics. Yeah, I would hope so, but like it's also NBC, so no. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. But that's just my hope. Um, they would do some bullshit holiday episodes for sure. Oh, they probably would. They would do a bunch. It'd be corny as shit. Mm-hmm. Um... Maybe one where, like, Steve Trevor shows back up to, like, her Christmas party. He's got his new wife, and she's just like, oh, no. I see a lot of, um, like, backhanded misogynist jokes, too. You know, there probably would be, and she would probably, like, just smack whoever made them. There practically were in this show. Like, the entire show was practically a whole misogynist joke. Eh. Somewhat. Eh, I can see that. I feel like... I don't know. The part where she's, like... Talking about the action figure is really weird. Yeah, I didn't really like that really whole preachy that whole not, thing. I don't know, and I feel like Wonder Woman has her character traits and everything kind of set. Like you don't need to bring any to the table. You don't really need to now. I feel like there could have been like some sort of episode where like it relied heavily on Themyscira Industries, or it's just like we're making a Wonder Woman video game, and then at the same time it's just like. Some newscasters just like video games are killing people, and Wonder Woman goes on like some tirade. She's just like, "Not my video game!" As she throws a pipe through someone's throat. <laughs> that's just her thing now. Yeah, that's her new thing. 
she just goes up to like the newscaster goes oh god she goes i'm not violent throws a pipe through her throat <laughs> hey there's a new guy at work today oh, she's gonna get the initiation <laughs> pipe to the throat pipe to the throat I no was... wonder we never get any new employees that stay for more than a day <laughs> yeah i felt like i feel like this show definitely would have had some sort of crossover with like the other superhero shows that are on right now that'd be pretty cool it would because like all of them have been like kind of playing nice together like supergirl was on cbs but they had a crossover where the flash showed up on it and like that's nifty yeah and flash is cw yep but then again supergirl also ended up getting picked up by cw for their second season so oh cw but but here's a little sliver of hope constantine was actually on nbc like that's where it aired and after it oh, got really? and then after it got canceled the character of John Constantine who was played by the same actor it was technically the same character as the one from the NBC show he crossed over into Arrow what was oh wait never mind i think it was supernatural's amc right no supernatural is cw oh really okay i love supernatural that show was so good I'm pretty sure, actually, Adrian Palicki is, uh, I've seen the first episode, like the first th- few. I'm pretty sure that she is the long-haired one's girlfriend that burns up on the roof. Oh, yeah. That's actually her, I think. Oh, yeah, shit, that is her. Yeah. That's the mom of Sam and Dean Winchester, holy shit. No, 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 that's the girlfriend of one of them. Oh, 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 right, 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 it's the girlfriend of Sam. Who ends up dying the same way as their mom did. Yes, yes. Holy shit, yeah. Look at all that these... That whole first season was really intense. Look at this. It all comes back to Wonder Woman. Right? Holy shit. How would the shitty show do anything for us? It did a lot for me. It did a minuscule amount for me, but it did something, I guess. Do you think there'd kind of be like one where it kind of connects to the Ally McBealiverse? And like... Ally McBealiverse. And, like, the dancing baby shows up. Have you ever seen that? I don't know. There wasn't a lot of room for improve. Like, I don't know. There wasn't a lot of room for new episodes in the show. (laughs) Kind of like, like, I don't know. You know, like, the Batman theme is kind of set in stone. Yeah. But, But they piggyback off the comic books, which is what they should do with this show. They really should. I feel like, so with, like, a lot of superhero stuff. There's multiple universes and multiple worlds. Like the Flash kind of explored this in season two, how they have like Earth one and Earth two, and to, and they reveal Earth three later. There's like a bunch of different Earths with different All versions. The yeah, with a bunch of different versions of the same characters. So like, if this show is still airing today, and like with the Wonder Woman movie coming out, I was I, I really hope they would have done like a crossover. Where, like, Gal Godot shows up. She's just like, I don't know how, but I got transported here. Flash ran really fast, and I just got transported to your world. And uh, we're going to call her Earth... We're going to call Adrienne Palicki Earth One Wonder Woman. Earth Wonder Woman. Earth Wonder Woman. Yep. And Earth Woman. Gal, Gal Godot will be Earth Two Wonder Woman. So, like, they're trying to devise a way for, like, her to get back. Kind of... It kind of tread like a lot of the same like plot points as Flash season two, with like Jay Garrick and all that stuff. But you know it's fine, like it's fine. And there'd be like a little joke where like Gal Godot like kind of like looks up and down like, 
Earth Wonder Woman, and she's just like, really? Like, what's up with that suit? Like, she kind of, like, makes a goof about that. I can see it. Yeah. And then, like, at the end of the episode, Earth 2 Wonder Woman ends up back in the movies. Like the movie theater? Yeah. Because she's just like, I wonder if this is how I get back into my movies. She, like, watches, like, the Justice League movie trailer on the big screen. She cuts open the screen with her sword and goes, how do I get back in? But she can never get back in. She's trapped. She's trying to, like, pull a last action hero and jump into the movie. (laughs) Or, like, the Mr. No. It was, like, a Spongebob episode where they, like, shred open the, the, like, movie screen and there's just a brick wall behind it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's so great. They could try and do, like, some kind of, like, so in, like, a crossover episode because like you know it's gonna happen with all the other superhero shows like nbc already let constantine on arrow so like it's all they got exactly so they definitely like have some sort of crossover boost the ratings or whatever so like there could definitely there could definitely be like some jokes about the fact that like certain characters are like actors from other things like how calista flockhart is in supergirl and calista flockhart was alec mcbeal brings it back to like that whole thing and Linda Carter, Linda Carter, the original TV Wonder Woman, is actually going to play the president in season two of Supergirl. I think it'd be funny if all the other shows just looked at this show as the ugly duckling of superhero shows and just shat on it subtly in their shows. <laughs> or that like would be they ideal like for me. they like straight up call her out. They're just like, God, Wonder Woman just ruins everything, guys. <laughs> she just fucking sucks, huh? That's going to be the crossover episode for like next season of the CW shows, like. <laughs> This season's just going to be like the Flash, Arrow, all the Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl are just having their little meeting. They're just like, guys, Wonder Woman's kind of a dick. Like, they're just, (laughs) (laughs) it's just like this whole like Mean Girls Club where they're just like shitting on her. And like, she walks in, she's like, hey guys. And they're just like, oh, hey. They should make a, a Wonder Woman Mean Girls parody episode. Yep, there we go. That'd be a good one. Yeah. See, I was gonna say like, how do you think this series would end? But I don't know if I know enough about the comics to like pitch an ending. It wouldn't begin. No. Maybe like her company goes out of business and she's just like, well, shit, I can't afford to crime fight anymore. I guess I'm maybe done. It's like, maybe it's just like Donald Trump becomes president and bankrupts her for some reason. There we go. Keep it topical. Yeah. And then she's just like, well, I don't got the money to crime fight anymore. Bye, guys. So she hops in her jet and flies back to the Amazons. Yeah, she's like, bye. Mm-hmm. And that's the end. Okay, you have any final thoughts? Because I'm about to end it. I thought this show was terrible. Um, and I hope I don't see another attempt at it. Yeah, it was, uh, it was straight up terrible. At, yep. least, at least I feel like they're kind of getting it right now in the movies because like Gal Gadot is perfect for it. Yep, I give it one thumb down and one thumb up her butt. <laughs> is that going to be the new rating system? <laughs> That's my rating system. So wait, is the thumb of the butt a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> you can decide for yourself. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's up to the it's up to the user's imagination. <laughs> All right, so I think that's going to do it for us. Thank you for listening. Uh, yes, thank you. Thank follow you so us, much. Follow us on Twitter at Unaired Podcast. Uh, send us an email on podcast at gmail.com. Like, send our, it. like our Facebook page. Uh, 
No dick pics. Did I say shout out to soundslikeanearful.com for a theme song? No, but shout out to soundslikeanearful.com for our theme song. Yes. So, I am Ed. And I'm Ed. And thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.